What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Ball Don't Lie podcast. This is your boy, Dexter, your host, the one and only. Welcome to the show. And for all the new listeners out there, you can follow me on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, at Ball Don't Lie. That's B-A-L-L. D-N-T-L-I-E. And soon, we'll be on all major platforms. We'll be coming live to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever. All streaming platforms will be coming soon, and I'll be dropping the links, so keep up. As of right now, you can catch me on YouTube. You can catch me on IGTV. And if you want to go the audio route, I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on Spotify. And like I said, the links will be at the bottom. I appreciate everybody. Everybody who's listening, supporting the show. If you're listening to Spotify or if you're on SoundCloud or you're watching this on YouTube or IG, whatever you're listening to or tuning in, I thank you for that. Appreciate it. Much love. And this is the second episode. And we're going to get into the NBA Finals. And it's been a crazy game, too. I ain't going to lie. The Lakers somewhat struggled a little bit, but they dominate on the boards. So let's get into it. Miami has a lot to focus on. And if y'all watched the first episode... I did say they need to put the bigs in somehow. They got to figure out how they can match up with AD and Dwight Howard. But obviously, you're getting, getting killed on the boards in game two. So the myers Leonard effect didn't work. Kenny Olenek, by the way, who just came out of nowhere, I mean, he, he's okay. Don't get me wrong. He's he, he's he's an okay player. And he kind of surprised people. Especially with the with the Lakers. He, he surprised them the most. And I'm not sure what Coach Bo can do really at this point. I mean, there's a lot to digest for game two. And they play later today. Game three, Sunday, you know. Uh, we'll see what they can do. LeBron James is great in game threes. He knows how to close them out. Like I said, he had a in the previous show or the previous episode. He's great in game threes in his career. So it's going to be tough for Miami. I don't know what else you can do. Bam is doubtful from the game, but I'm assuming he might come back for this one because this is a do or die situation. If you can't take this game, game three, it's going to be a sweep. I can't see LeBron on Tuesday losing game four. Especially Tuesday is Taco Tuesday. How, like he said, Taco Tuesday, right? Whatever that line is. But let's go back to the game. This game was actually more competitive than game one. 10-point defeat by the Heat. I mean, they kept it close. They they tried to they tried to do everything possible. 
They threw the, they threw the kitchen sink at the Lakers. They tried everything. But when AD goes bonkers in the third quarter, only missing one shot up to that point. I think he was like 14 for 15 in the third quarter. And I think he missed a shot or two after that in the fourth. But still, if you're shooting at an 83%, I believe it was around 70 or 80% around there. But I'm thinking it was around that time, around that, around the percentage. How are you going to stop a guy? How, how can you beat a team if they're that dominant? AD has, what, 32 points, 14 rebounds? And out of the 14 rebounds, eight of them were on the offensive side. That just tells you how undersized the Heat are. I mean, especially if they had Bam, they're still undersized. So it's shocking to me that they would not use Silva. And yeah, he's a, he's a young cat, but I don't know who else you can put on, on AD or, or Dwight Howard. These guys are just abusing players in the paint. I mean, the Heat, they, they didn't play bad. I mean, they, they shot a better field goal percentage than, than the Lakers. They shot at 50%, a little above 50%, shall I say. I mean, they should have shot more three-pointers. I mean, they went for what? 11 for 27 in the three-point line? I mean, the Lakers doubled that. They shot 47 attempts from the three-point line. I think they only hit like 15, 16 around there. They shot terrible on on the perimeter. Terrible. Where they dominated was the inside. How do you have 56 points in the paint? And most of it's from Jimmy. I'm sorry. That most of it is from AD, LeBron James, Dwight Howard. And yeah, some goes to a little, you know, Rondo here and there. But still, if you can't stop these guys in the paint. I don't know what else you can do. They tried. They tried the two-three zone, and Lakers at first were kind of you know. I think it was in the third quarter. They kind of got a whiff of it how to how to figure it out. Then obviously Miami called a timeout. Then you know, Udonis Haslam, OG, Triple OG, vet, been on that team since day one. I mean, he gave them an earful. Things that I can't even say on the air. And then that kind of riled up the team. Then they went on a little run and they, they they try to keep it within 10. And then they got close, I think, to like four or five points. And then the Lakers will push it back up to 10 or 12. And then just like they couldn't buy a break to get it down to either four points or two points or go up by two points. I mean... What else can you do? Jimmy Butler played 45 minutes out of 48 minutes. And he gave you 25 points, had a career high in assists, 13 assists. What else can he do for you? He maximized his his potential to even try to win a game. I mean, he hit his peak. He needs the other guys to come in. He needs a, 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 a Duncan Robinson to at least contribute something. He needs a Derek Nunn or somebody. So it's going to be hard. I mean, game three, like I said, LeBron is tough in those situations. 
So we'll see what happens. I was disappointed on a couple of factors on this in this game two situation that happened. Miami Heat had two points on a fast break. Two points. I mean, you can't win like that either. And I said in the first episode, you can't win by trying to basically play the Lakers way. The Heat is predicated on shooting. Jimmy, you know, in this bubble situation, right? In the playoffs, in the, even the last eight, the first, like the, the eight games in the bubble that led to the playoffs, that led to him to the finals. He was like that, that type of player who slash kick out, slash kick out. That ain't working. If Duncan can't give you no buckets from the three-point land and Hero has to, you know, give you some hezzies and get to the basket here and there, but has to work super hard to get those points, you're not going to win. And Jimmy Butler had 13 assists. And Kenny Olynyk gave 25 or 24 points off the bench. And they still lost by 10. While the Lakers made it seem like it's easy. Dominate on the offensive rebounds. Both LeBron and AD over 30 points. I think that's like the first time since Kobe and Shaq in 02. So it's just, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I, I, I projected for the Heat to win two games. I'm going to keep it real. I wanted them to win two games. And, and to me, before the Bam situation, before the Goran Dragic situation where he had the, the foot injury, I thought they had a chance. I mean, if you look at the Lakers, they lost, they lost games in this playoffs. They're not untouchable. Yeah, you can... You know, you probably can take a jab at these guys. But they're going to they gonna punch you right back. Especially when you try to flex on the Lakers. We see what Russ did. When Russ hit that three-pointer, the, the first game against the Rockets, he hit a three-pointer and he started flexing towards the crowd. Yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, that. And you see LeBron just sitting at the end of the bench, nodding his head. All right. The infamous, you know, viral shot. During the playoffs, LeBron is nodding his head. And what, look what happened. They won four straight. Blew him out. You had, you, you, had, you had Rondo's brother in the stands telling him, like what Dame told him, in OKC against the Blazers, bye. And he got mad and he was trying to get all tough. But, I mean, that's a whole different topic. I'm not going to get diving into all that. So the Lakers are not untouchable. I'm mean, like, you could... I mean, you could take advantage of one game or two, at least. I mean, I know the Lakers are going to win the title. Hands down, they're going to win this. And like I said in the last episode, it's about who's going to win the MVP. Is it going to be LeBron? Is it going to be AD? So far, it looks like it's going to be AD. And LeBron kind of crept it, you know, crept up closely last or the night before. But it's... If Bam doesn't come back, it's over. I mean, the game two was so disappointing. I mean, I liked the game. It was more competitive. But the stats, to me, show me a clear picture of why they can't win. Let me read some stats to you. He had two fast breaks, two, two points from the fast break. Right? They also had, the Lakers had 56 points in the paint. Lakers also had a poor shooting night. Just remind you that. 
and they still end up with an officer rating of 136. How's that even possible? How's that even possible? At the same time, if you watch game two, you're probably thinking like, oh, wow. Lakers are killing him inside, right? He shot more free throw attempts than the Lakers. Almost by double. 31 or 34 attempts. And they made 31 out of 34. Jeez. And the Lakers only had 17 attempts. And they made 10 of those. Obviously, forget about the rebounds. Lakers won that one. But it's, like I said, just looking at these stats, it's just, it's insane. I don't know what else you can do. I mean, I'm looking at even the heat stats. Wow. I mean, Jimmy Butler had 25 points. And your second leading scorer for the Heat is Kelly Olenek. I mean, Jay Crowder played okay. I mean, I'm not going to get into the Lakers situation because I'm just going to go off on it. Rondo. You can't allow Rondo to give you 16 points and nine assists off the bench. This is baby Bron that's on the court. Once LeBron sits down, baby Bron comes in and, and and just even like put so much like stress on your defense. And I hate to like stutter in a certain way because I got so many things in my mind I wanted to say. But I'm going to keep it PG-13. And after all that, after all that, did you even hear what LeBron James said in the press conference? Oh, hold up. Let me play this clip for you. This is crazy. DJ, man, pause that beat for a second, man. Check this out. I'm going to play a clip for LeBron James and what he said about the, the Miami Heat. where, you know, they have five guys on the floor that's a, a threat. Run that back one more time if, in case you didn't hear it. We're playing against a very dangerous team in Miami where, you know, they have five guys on the floor that's a, a threat. <laughs> you got to be kidding me with that, right? Five guys on the court, that's a threat? Who's a threat? Who is a threat? Come on, LeBron, you know better than that. You can't tell me the only person that you should be worrying about is Duncan Robinson. Once he once he gets on, he's on. Then that's a factor, right? I'm not worried about Iguodala. If you, I mean, in case you, from a Lakers perspective, I'm not worried about Iguodala. I'm not worried about Kenny Olenek. Those are points that you'd be like, ah, whatever. Players that you're afraid of that can give you momentums, that can, that can give you courage. It's a Duncan Robinson. It's a Tyler Hero. It's a Jimmy Butler. And obviously, Drogic is gone. But those three players, if they're on like that, then it's, it's going to be a problem. You can't say all oh, five guys. I'm not worried about Jay Crowder. Really? What do, what's Jay Crowder going to do on the defensive side? And now on the offensive side, what are you going to do? He's going to give you, what, 10 points? I mean, he played well for his role. But to say he's a threat? Threat of what? Losing the game? You can only lose that game if you played bad, which in game two, you did play bad. 
You shot terrible from the three-point line. You didn't go to the free throw line as much as the Heat did. But you did dominate on the offensive rebounds. You did dominate on second chance points. And you also controlled them on their fast, fast break points. Kept it to two points. So you can miss me with that LeBron James. What's his name? You can miss me with that. Don't don't say those five guys in the court are a threat because they're not. I know you're trying to keep it, you know, professional, sportsmanship. And I, that's, that's what I like about LeBron. But to me, I chuckled when I saw the press conference. I was like, yeah, okay, five guys? Is that the reason why AD got mad? If you didn't see at the end of the game, LeBron had to... I don't want to say sun him, but you know how LeBron grabbed Kyrie by back of his neck and try to whisper in his ear and all that stuff like that. He grabbed AD, kind of put a teller, you know, on the side so they, they can't get, catch his uh, his lips if they're, if they're lip reading. And I don't know what AD was mad about at that moment, but I found out later on he was going back. Ooh. He was mad about the defense part. I think it was two factors. Defensive-wise, they allowed him to come back in the game. I'm referring to the Heat. So, Lakers allowed the Heat to come back into the game. And AD was cooking these guys. I mean, the dude was sizzling on fire. Like NBA Jam style. And then they went away from him. They benched him for a little bit. They brought him back. You know, they were passing the ball here and there. Acting kind of reckless on offense. Had Caruso over here trying to be the next savior. If AD is cooking, give him the rock. So my assumption from what I'm just watching, AD was pretty much ticked off that he didn't get the rock in the fourth quarter. And defense was bad. So I can't wait to see later today, game three. Let me see what Jimmy's talking about. Jimmy's talking about he ain't rattled. I know he's doing everything in his, he's trying to empty the tank and go out, you know, I guess with the L, obviously, but he's going to give it his all and say, hey, I did everything I can. I try to carry these guys with me because obviously he needs those guys more than, you know, uh, than the Lakers there are other guys. He needs these guys. LeBron and AD can dominate. Those guys together had 60-plus points. Jimmy has nobody. And I'm sorry, man. When the finals hit, some of these guys look rattled. Like, Duncan Robinson, where are you, bro? Where are you? And I'm going to keep getting on your neck because you can't tell. You can't say that you that player. I mean, he was busting dudes all year long, hitting threes. You know what I mean? He had his little swagger, talking trash. In the finals, you, where you at? And I got some homies, you know. I got some friends, the Heat fans. You know, and they're just going to have to tough it out. Because L.A. is about to have a virtual parade. And I know La La Land. They're already preparing for it. So we'll see what happens. 
Because there's gonna be some players on this team that's gonna, not gonna be back next year. As far as the Heat, they're gonna they're gonna go through some personnel change. And it's gonna get tougher too. I mean, no one predicted Miami Heat to be here. But it's going to be tough for next year. A lot of teams are going to get better. So I tip my hat to Jimmy Butler. You took the team as far as you can, but it ain't going to work. You got the Nets coming around the corner. The Bucks, who knows? If Giannis stays, would he get beat like that again? Because this is the re-up on him. They're going to start to build around him. They're going to overspend this offseason, which is going to be like in what? Two, three weeks? Or beginning of November. So the East is going to change. That bad boy, Kyrie. That Slim Reaper. That Sniper. Kevin Durant. Yeah, he coming back, man. It's going to be tough in the East. I mean, the power is going to shift. But I give, Like I said, I give kudos to Coach Spo. He did everything he can. Pat Riley, you did everything you can. The Heat organization, they did everything they can. Heat culture over there in Dade County. You know what I'm saying? Like Perkins said, them goons. They did everything they can. But don't be delusional. D-Wade, I'm talking to you. You want to put up your ring with Shaq? Put it up then. I'm talking about they're going to win. You tripping. So I appreciate... For all the listeners out there, people who's been watching on YouTube, on IGTV, I appreciate the love. And that's it for tonight. You know, so we're going to see what's going to happen game three. Stay tuned. And I'll be back giving y'all the scoop about how it went down. And I can't wait. So until then, and y'all be safe out there, man. And for the ones, for the Padre fans out there, I tip my hat off to you. I ain't no Dodger fan. Just got to wear the L.A. gear. And y'all be safe, man. Peace. Holla at your boy. Daddy.